0: Ramsey Solutions broadcasting from the Pods Moving and Storage Studio. It's the Ramsey Show, where America hangs out to have a conversation about your life and your money. I'm George Campbell, joined this hour by my friend Ken Coleman, best-selling author and host of the Ken Coleman Show. And we're here for you, America, to help you kick off the new year strong, help you achieve your goals, whether it's professionally, financially, relationally, you name it, we are here for you. The number to call is triple eight eight two five. 5225. Johnny is kicking us off in Denver, Colorado. Johnny, welcome to the show.
1: Hi, guys. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. What's going on with you? Well, uh, to keep it simple, I have about $40,000 in credit card debt that I'm looking to erase as soon as possible, Um, but it's really difficult because I only make around $45,000 after tax, and I owe so much credit card debt, and all my credit cards are over the limit. That the interest alone is almost the exact amount of any minimum payments I'm able to make on a monthly basis mm. uh, so just as of right now I just don't know how I'm ever going to even make a dent in this because any payments I do make the interest all but absorbs it and I make like no progress
0: what is the range of the interest rates on these cards um, there are 25 to 29% oh my goodness I'm so sorry what are you doing for work
1: Uh, I am an appraiser, just like a valuation analyst for commercial real estate.
0: Can you work overtime in that role?
1: Uh, It's a salaried position, so it's a full-time gig already. I work like maybe 40 to 50 hours a week, but um, it's salaried. So uh, 25% of my overall earnings are going towards like benefits, insurance, um, 401k savings, Roth IRA accounts, um, et cetera.
0: What other debt do you have other than the 40000
1: Other than the 40000 in credit card debt, that's that's really just that.
0: So no car loans, no student loans?
1: Um, I have $13,000 in student loans, but I'm really just hoping that the Biden registration would just kind of wipe
0: that away for me. You are going to be hoping to the grave, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> hey,
2: I, I want to go ahead and give you some breaking news, all right? Uncle Joe and no president, any party, is going to forgive student loans. It's big business for them. They're not going to do it. It's an empty political promise. I'm just here to tell you, I want to bash that so that we can move on to getting out of this
0: debt. You got it? Yeah. All right. So any other debt you want to tell us about?
2: We got
1: 53 no, total no, no, right yeah, now. Yeah. Okay. Uh, no, that, that's it. Just uh, the student loan that I was hoping would just disappear on its own. But uh, now that you're saying not. Okay. Uh, then it's 53 total.
0: Now, uh, are you a new listener to the show?
1: Yes, I just uh, found your guys' YouTube channel about a week ago.
0: Oh, welcome, awesome. welcome aboard, sir. Welcome to uh, this weird bunch of crazy. So here's here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna walk you through uh, the baby steps. You're in baby step one right now, trying to get a thousand dollars saved in the bank. Do you have a thousand dollars? Yes. Okay, great. How much left over after the thousand dollars do you have? You have more than that.
1: Uh, after I take away a thousand, I'd be left with a thousand.
0: Okay, so you've got 1000 left over. How much are you investing right now?
1: Um, no more investments. I pulled out all of my investments to pay off some of my credit card debt. and uh, Like you pulled from your retirement? No, 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 I don't really have a retirement account aside from my 401k and Roth accounts. Okay, um, so you didn't um, touch was, those? No, I didn't touch those.
0: Okay, so where, you said you pulled it. Where did it go from?
1: Uh, I pulled it from, like, my stock accounts that I'd started when I was in high school. Uh, okay. I accrued a couple thousand, but then when the credit card debt became too much, I just pretty much pulled it all out to make payments towards the credit cards. Um, but then the interest kind of just, like, went way overboard.
0: So what are the minimum payments right now across your credit cards? Uh, so
1: the minimum payments across my credit cards, I have three um, big ones, it's 300 300 500 pretty much around 1200 uh, minimum every month.
0: Okay. And you're able to make those payments but the balance keeps growing?
1: Yeah, I'm able to that? make those yes, so to clarify, I'm able to make the minimum payments on a monthly basis because I pull in an, around 3900 monthly, but the interest is so high or again like around 25 to 29% that the minimum payment on one card is 300 and then the interest is 303.
0: Mm. Have you looked into refinancing any of that debt to a lower interest?
1: I had thought about looking into it, but I'm kind of discouraged because one of the options was like a credit transfer card that might be able to absorb all of the credit card debt that I have into like a zero interest card, but Research indicates that I probably need like a minimum 670 credit score to even qualify for one, and due to the damage over the last three months because of the fact that all of these cards are over the limit anyways, I don't have enough of a high enough credit score to even consider getting a, a a credit transfer card.
2: How much time do you have? George is going to keep walking you through this, but I just got to ask, how much time do you have or could you make to work extra doing another job?
3: Well
1: I work full time during the weekdays. I could definitely work on the weekends if
0: And evenings. And work a few evenings.
1: Uh well it's a nine to six gig um so pretty much uh, if I if I don't sleep yeah I can yep. work
2: evening yep you can do it you can uh, at six o'clock you go uh you go eat yourself a ham sandwich in the car that you and that you made do and three then hours you, of Uber three eats hours and of work man you have got to get some income in to pay off these cards and the good news is you can do that
1: okay okay.
0: This, this is a mountain in front of you, but you're going to start clawing away at this thing as you create more margin. And so what you're going to do is get on a written plan, a budget. I'm going to gift you one year of every dollar premium to help you with this. You're going to list out your income minus all of your expenses. That should equal zero. Every dollar has an assignment. Once you do that, you're going to look at your bank statement and go, okay, what are every single one of my expenses? And then you're going to be brutal in cutting every single thing that doesn't just help you survive right now. And so we're not eating out, we're cutting our subscriptions, we're cutting all the luxuries, we are covering our four walls, which is food, utilities, shelter, transportation. That's pretty much it. And your whatever your insurance premiums are. Everything else is kind of a want beyond just putting basic food on the table, right? Right. And so if you do that, I want to know how much of a raise you're going to give yourself of that $3,900 you are taking home, the goal is to say, hey, how do we get 2000 of that th- being thrown at the credit cards? How do we get 2500 of that thrown at the credit cards? And if you need to go make more income to get it to $4,500 take home, then let's go do that for a season to get rid of this. Because we meet people all the time who make your income, who have your level of debt. And they can do this stuff, and you can too. The issue you're running into is the interest rates making it feel insurmountable. But as soon as you start clawing away at that, you get the balances lower, uh, we're going to be able to cover this and communicate proactively with these companies and say, here's what I can pay. I can't get away from this right now. And some of them may go to collections, but your goal is to try to clean this up as fast as possible. I'm going to also gift you Financial Peace University. Watch all nine lessons. Start doing that every dollar budget, and you're going to feel a sense of peace, a sense of hope, a sense of confidence about your future. You can do this, man. Call us back when you're debt-free and share your story, and hang on the line. Austin's going to pick up and get you those gifts from us.
4: and their team is always ready to help with everything from design consultation to measuring and installation. Plus, there are never any misleading quotes or hidden fees. Everything is backed by their 100% satisfaction guaranteed, and shipping is always free. See why Blinds.com is the number one online retailer of custom window coverings. Visit Blinds.com to save up to 40% off everything site-wide. That's Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.
0: This is The Ramsey Show. I'm George Campbell, joined this hour by Ken Coleman. And uh, if you don't know about Ken Coleman, go check out The Ken Coleman Show on oh, the Ramsey Network. Thank you, George. Wherever you listen to podcasts, on YouTube, he's everywhere. Let me tell folks what it is, since yeah, you said it. Yeah, they don't know what it is. Yeah, it's about work. The name right? isn't that descriptive. So Ramsey Solutions is about money, it's about
2: relationships, and work. And I'm the work guy, and uh, we're about more than just work and a job. The idea is: is, do you know what your full potential is, and then what does it take to meet that full potential? So it really is, if you're growing personally, I got good news for you. You're growing professionally. Mm. And so we're trying to help you really figure out that unique role where you're making great money and you're making a great contribution to the world. So that's what I focus on. And we take those kind of questions here on the show. So thanks for sharing that, the Ken Coleman Show. Uh, is where you can join us for a conversation
0: over there and all the stuff. Well, uh, producer James sent us this article that has to do with work, and I wanted your hot take on this, Ken. Here's the headline oh, I love from a Yahoo. Hot take. Here's the headline. Should I take a lunch break at work? One in four Gen Z employees worry leaving their desks to eat is a bad look to the higher ups. Here's why that's nonsense. So it goes on to explain. Probably, um, hopefully, something well, sure. close to our take. I, let me answer the question. Yes you should take a lunch break. Um,
2: If you are in a place where you taking a lunch break is actually frowned upon, I don't mean like in your head, and this data is saying that a lot of Gen Z workers are worried that it looks bad. Well, there's a difference between I'm worried, I'm manifesting this thought that's not true, and it actually being true. So if, George, you are working at a place where your leader is frowning upon it, making passive-aggressive comments about you taking a lunch hour. You shouldn't be there much longer. Find you another place, uh, and here's why. The data bears out that you're not actually more productive. You may think you're getting more done, but it's going to end up being a negative for you by not getting up from your desk. And a lot of these kids, I, I looked at the art, a lot of these young people are eating at
0: their desk. They're called Desktop Diners. Desktop in report. Diners. It's a fun
2: little nickname. We got a name for everything. First, it was Quiet Quitting. Now, we got Desktop, desktop Diners. diners. Um, I, I I think it's good for your mental health. It's good for your uh, physical health uh, to get up, change locations. You know, there's all kinds of data about uh, walking for 10 to 15 minutes before you have a big meeting. I've talked about that on the Ken Coleman Show. You know, it's a it's a creative release. Uh, it allows you to kind of get some perspective. And uh, so anyway, the lunch break is the same idea. I, You know, I got I have several friends here in the building that they go work out during lunch. Mm. Uh, Damon Gowd, my fearless brand leader, works out during lunch. And it shows. It shows. Um, and, you know, in multiple ways. So, you know, I do think that there's something to that. And I'm, I'm calling myself out on this because sometimes I go without lunch.
0: You're known uh, to do that. I'm known to well, do they, that. It's a, has, that has a cool name too, Ken. It's called fasting now. I'm intermittent fasting. That's what I tell it's people. It's real trendy. What it really is is that uh,
2: I have poor planning, and uh, you know I don't have time, uh, but I need to make time. But now, for me, uh, I keep my energy up during that time, but if, for someone every day to be sitting there feeling like, I can't leave my desk, or else someone's going to fire me, or they're going to think poorly of me, I'm That's telling ridiculous. you something, young people, you have... You've got to get some facts to support that. And if you don't have any facts, you need to get over that uh, and just be responsible. Be responsible.
0: Well, and uh, the report that this study talks about found that stopping to eat and taking mental breaks can prevent burnout, especially in the context of the extra stressful times workers yeah. have faced over the past few years. And so if you think you're being more productive, you're actually being less productive and you're on your way to burnout if you can't take that break. That's
2: right. Your, your mind needs a, a, a break. You know, your body needs the break. It's get up, you know, uh, by the way, if I'm a young professional, if I'm going to eat out every day and some of you need to not be eating out, you need to pack your lunch and go to a local park, but you know what I'm trying to do? I'm making phone calls to people I want to connect with. I'm eating lunch with people I want to connect with.
0: I'm using that time to grow professionally, but I'm away from my desk. Absolutely. And it's actually discouraged here at Ramsey. If we see a team member eating at their desk, we're going, Hey, what's going on here? You go, we have got a whole cafeteria where we can yeah. connect with team members, yeah. and occasionally you'll have a lunch meeting or something like that. By the way, no one else wants to smell your tuna fish sandwich
2: for the rest Thank of you the, for the afternoon. That out. Can we? Can we just let's be real practical for a moment, especially in the
0: microwave. Oh, yeah. we gotta avoid microwave fish in 2023 you want to win professionally don't bring fish to the office cafeteria not the advice we thought we'd hear on the show but it's the it's the advice we got sometimes so it just Ken. presents itself and you have to give it's it perfect <laughs> i love it well take your breaks folks for safety's sake there we go all right let's get to the phones 888 is the number to call renee is joining us up next in seattle renee welcome to the
5: show hi thanks for having me
0: sure how can we help today
5: So I work part-time. I've been at my company for about four years now, and I'm wondering, should I keep contributing to my employer 401k, or should I start contributing to my Roth? Oh,
0: do you have a Roth 401k option at work, or is it just a traditional?
5: It's, uh, I have, just my job offers the traditional, but I do have a Roth with nothing in it that I have uh, with Fidelity.
0: You have a Roth IRA with Fidelity, and then you have a traditional 401k with your employer. Yes. Okay, awesome. And are you debt-free? No, sadly. What kind of debt do you have? Uh, the
5: biggest burden would have to be our credit card.
0: Mm. How much credit card debt do you have? Uh,
5: 23, wow. 23K. Any other yeah. debt? Um, car, loan, house. Okay.
0: So let's just focus on the student loans, uh, the, the credit cards, and the car loan. If we focus on those two, what does all that debt add up to?
5: So the credit card and the car loans, that probably adds up to, I'm almost done paying off one car. It'll be paid off next year within six months. So
0: we're talking fifty grand in debt total?
5: I would say fifty.
0: Okay. Let's get some hard numbers on that, and let's be about the business of paying that debt off before we continue investing. And here's why. How much are you investing right now as a percentage? 3%. 3. What if I told you we can get you to 15%? That's 5x your your investing rate, correct? Right. And so you can do that once we get rid of these payments because add up all these payments in your life and go, hey, what if I could have invested that money instead pre-tax in my traditional 401k? Mm Mm-hmm. Now we're talking. Now you can retire with dignity. So that's the baby steps that we teach is baby step two, paying off all consumer debt using the debt snowball, smallest to largest. Then we're saving up a fully funded emergency fund of three to six months of expenses to create a financial foundation because now we don't owe anyone anything except for the house and you've got a pile of money in the bank for emergencies, which means you don't have to ever turn to the credit cards as a crutch again. You feel that?
5: Yes, that would be nice. Then we have the margin
0: to invest 15% of our household income into retirement. So now let's talk about that. Once you're there, which I think you'll get there in no time, what's your household income?
5: Um, about
0: ninety-seven k. Okay. So you absolutely can pay all of this debt off with focus intensity, pausing all investing, and finding that margin, cutting expenses down. You can do this in under two years, right?
5: I believe I can, and I'm actually looking for a
0: remote job to kind of help with the debt. Okay. Well, increasing income is only going to help. And then when it comes to the investing strategy, this is how we see it. Match beats Roth beats traditional. So do you have an employer match?
5: Yeah, I do, actually. And that's what I've been contributing to. My employer match is 2%.
0: Great. So we're going to invest. Once you're there, you're debt free with a fully funded emergency fund. We're going to invest 2% into that 401k to get the match. That's a 100% return because it's free money, right? Okay. Then we're going to move to all of our Roth options. So you mentioned the Roth IRA, so you could fully fund the Roth IRA. And then if you still have money left over with that 15% rule, then we can go back to the traditional 401k and invest the rest there.
5: Okay. The money I already have in the 401k, should I roll it over to the Roth? No, just leave it in there. Okay.
0: Only roll it over if you uh, leave that employer for any reason, then you could do a direct rollover to a traditional IRA. So it doesn't trigger any tax penalties or burdens there. So you're doing great. Let's just do things with intensity and with focus in order. And you're going to be back to investing 5x in no time. We are rooting for you, Renee. Please call us back if we can help in any other way. More of your calls coming up, 888-825-5225. This is The Ramsey Show.
4: Most break-ins happen when your home is the most vulnerable, in the middle of the day when no one is home. So I recommend Simply Safe Home Security. They're the best at what they do, protecting your whole home. Their award-winning system is backed by 24/7 professional monitoring for less than a dollar a day, half the cost of traditional home security. And my listeners get 20% off their system when they sign up for Fast Protect Monitoring at simplysafedirect.com. There's no safe like Simply Safe.
0: This is The Ramsey Show. I'm George Campbell, co-host of this show, of course, but also Smart Money Happy Hour, which you can check out on The Ramsey Network. Joined this hour by my good friend Ken Coleman, host of The Ken Coleman Show. Open phones at 888-825-5225. We're taking your calls about money, career, life, work, purpose, and everything in between. Jason joins us up next in Houston, Texas. Jason, welcome to the show. Hey, how's it going? Great. How are you? How can we help?
3: yeah i was just hoping i could get some uh, career advice today
0: you came to the right place my friend
3: all right thank you so um kind of just a little bit of background um i graduated with my nba um, end of august last year and kind of just to pay my way through school um, I worked at a it's like a telehealth consulting firm, kind of working in their call center division. And it's kind of like an inside sales um, representative position, um, you know, making out on calls all day. And it's a very metrics driven position. And fortunately, I've been able to do pretty well at it and, you know, was able to get a pretty nice bonus every month. And that's really helped me, you know, graduate debt free. Now the company is saturated. I did have one interview for you know an account manager position, and unfortunately I didn't get um, the role. And there's not a lot of other job openings there. And at the same time, I'm quite burnt out in my current role, and you know kind of overqualified. I feel like my potential is being limited. So I guess my question is, should I just jump ship and you know devote myself full time to the job search, or should I just continue keeping working this job? Um, and kind of, try, I guess, I don't know, try to lay off on the burnout and keep pushing through it.
2: Well, it's it's a bit of both and. I don't want you jumping ship, but I do want you looking uh, for another better opportunity. And you mm-hmm. really know what you're looking for, uh, I believe, or I'll tell you this, by what you just said, I know that you know what you're not looking for. And mm-hmm. so that really should arm you with some confidence. But I want you spending every waking hour when you're not working because I don't want you stealing from your current employer, but you're treating this with super high priority because I don't want you to burn out. And I think you can hang on long enough because you've got a very clear mission and your mission is I've got to replace my current job. The only way I would tell you to jump ship without a job is if you had the financial ability to do so. And I don't think that's your case.
3: Um, well, I mean, I have saved up, you know, quite a bit of money to How much? where, um, I would say about, I think by the time, like if I do plan on quitting, when I'm thinking I'll have at least maybe 15 K saved up.
2: Do you have debt?
3: I no, I don't have any debt right now.
2: Is the 15, um, what is your emergency fund?
3: Um, is that your that emergency question. fund? The 15? Yeah. No, I mean see, I'm kind of in a position where I'm kind of living at home until so my expenses are pretty low. Um,
0: and But you're saying you'd you have fifteen K to your name. Yeah. Let's call total. it that. It's not enough.
2: Yeah. It's not enough. What right. if what if what if it takes mm-hmm. you sixty days to get the job you want?
1: Right. I don't
2: mm-hmm. want you dipping into that because you don't have to. Unless the again I don't think you qualify for the, well, I'm financially set and I can take two, three months without any income. I don't think you're there. Not by my right. standard. And I don't think by mm-hmm. your standard, if you really look at it. And I'm glad that yeah. you have the safety of having um, very little expenses. But why burn through any of that 15000 when you don't have to? Yeah. The only uh, thing now that I would say is if you're in a truly, like your doctor's going, I'm advising against you going in there because it is that damaging to your health. Right. And I don't think that's the case either. But I think with with you going, all right, I'm not happy here. I know why I'm not happy here. And now I'm free to go find something. I know what I'm looking for. And I'll I'll help you. I'll give you my Get Clear assessment. I'll give you the book From Paycheck to Purpose. Both of those are my gift today. All right? To help you with further clarity so that you can confidently move forward. Clarity... Mm is the key to confidence okay yeah and so i want you clear on what move you're going to make next in other words george i'm, I'm working right now on a, on a on a smaller book on this and the outline is and this is for you jason it's mm-hmm. why to quit you've laid out the why then we've got to figure out where to quit then we say once we know the where we figure out okay what's the when and that's pretty much determined, right, by uh, the opportunity. We understand that. And then finally, how to quit, doing it the right way and not burning bridges. That's your process right now. You've got the why. We need to figure out the where, and then the when and the how will take care of itself.
5: Mm,
0: okay. How old are you, Jason? Uh, I just turned 30. <laughs> okay. My goal for you also would be to get your own place, your own apartment, maybe yes. with a roommate. but. Uh, move away from mom and dad and and give yourself that dignity where it is on you and you feel like an adult and so I would be aggressively looking for that next job, get that lined up save as much money as possible because life's going to get expensive when you're on your own so that would be my next goal just stack up a giant pile of cash and get that job uh, that you actually want versus just doing this one because the money's good and it's safe
3: sure, yeah, No, that makes sense (sighs)
2: Uh, we don't want you I'll touching that money, Jason. Don't touch the fifteen thousand unless it's a true emergency. I want you finding something else to step into and I'm gonna give you the tools to help you get further clarity.
0: Yeah. Hang on the line. Austin will pick up. We'll make sure to get that over to you. Thanks so much for the call. All right. Jacqueline joins us in Fort Worth up next. Jacqueline, welcome to the show.
6: Thank you. I got a chance to speak to you and Ken back in March of twenty eighth of last year. Oh fun. Um,
0: how have you and been since then?
6: He said, "George on my mind," but it was uh, Ray Charles, that's Jane Brown. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love that. Well, thank you so much for calling in. How can we help today?
6: Okay, Now, I have. I'm debt free except for my house. At that time, I had debt, and I told y'all I'd be out of debt. So, love and, it. Um, I had a buyer for my house. Nice. About ten days before we got ready to the close, they disqualified too. Uh, have the loan any longer. Mm,
0: so the financing fell through.
6: So, yeah, their financing fell. So I am here waiting. I've reduced my house uh, uh, about 20000 trying to keep up with the market. And um, I got my stuff in boxes and I'm not going to be uh, moving out until I sign some paper on the dotted line. But the thing is my question is um, with the market going the way it is, I guess you would have to continue to be competitive with the market to keep going up or down or whatever. Sure. What's your question? The question is, in order to sell the house when you've got competition around you, is it... I'm not going to go for solo. It's necessary to kind of Go with the market, with the sale of the house and the value of the house.
0: Well, you can have a you can have a, a threshold and say, "Hey, I'm not going below this. If that's the case, I'm staying here, and I'll just keep living here until the market's back up. And that could be a long time. Yeah. We just don't know. Uh, we you know we don't have a crystal yeah. ball here. Are you working with a really good real estate agent?
6: Uh, I think I have a good real estate agent. He's the same one that um, told me the purchase of the house that I'm in now.
0: Okay. You can always get um, so a the second first time opinion gotta
6: buy like within a week.
0: Yeah. Well, you can get in touch with one of our endorsed local provider real estate agents. They're Ramsey Trusted, and uh, these people sell a lot of homes. They are the pros, and there are some in the Fort Worth area that would be happy to give you a second opinion on this. Uh, you don't have to work with them if you don't want to, but I think we need a second opinion here because if the house isn't moving and you've already dropped it by 20000 well, something yeah. else is wrong.
6: It's it's off the market now. We're down to twenty thousand. It went online. It wasn't on the market at line. We took it off the market The kind of, um, Well hard to, sell, to sell a really house when it's holidays, off the market, stuff. isn't it? It's off the market now. But we're gonna put it back on the market this month.
0: Okay, I might wait. I might get in touch with a real estate endorsed local provider at RamseySolutions.com and see what they say, because I think you've you've got a marketing issue. You may have a pricing issue. We just don't know without looking at the details, but you need someone who is a high octane real estate agent to help you move this house at the price you want to move it for, and I absolutely think they can help you do it. So thank you so much for the call. Wishing the best for you with this home sale so you don't have to have those boxes laying around too much longer. This is The Ramsey Show. Welcome back to the Ramsey Show. I'm George Campbell, joined by Ken Coleman. This hour, our scripture of the day comes from Proverbs 11:3. The integrity of the upright guides them, but the unfaithful are destroyed by their duplicity. Henry Ford once said, "Quality means doing it right when no one is looking." Love that, Ken. That reminds me of our Ramsey core value: excellence in the ordinary. Mm. You
2: it's went a little stuff. deeper. It reminded me of how you do your
0: hair. What's that? when no, everyone's looking no Everyone. nobody's looking when you're
2: and you are really precise about it thank you uh we we had the i had the privilege of being on a uh retreat with you oh that's right and, and you here we to are in no i didn't see it i heard it you yeah, heard the blow dryer before we head out on the boat this guy doing a 10 minute get his hair right routine before we go on the boat and to me i thought that's what it made me think of no Excellent. one was watching you but boy it is it is well coiffed. The higher
0: the hair, the closer to God. Is that what the rule yeah. is? I think Dolly Parton said <laughs> that. I don't know. That's how <laughs> I live my life. Dolly Parton. You
2: know, I interviewed her once. Really? Yeah. I'll
0: tell She's you. She seems very time. pleasant. Yeah, very nice lady. Awesome. Well, let's get to what you're, you're here for, America. And that is the calls 888 825 Ava joins us from Springfield, Illinois. Ava, welcome to the show.
7: Hi, um, I have a question. I have about half a thousand dollars in savings and cash, and I'm aware how to like get a job. And I've done some side jobs like babysitting and gift wrapping, and I make about over a hundred or two hundred dollars each time. But I want to know how can I set up good financial habits before experiencing debt, and how to know whenever I should spend money on things that I want and hanging out with friends or just on savings.
0: How old are you, Ava?
7: Almost fourteen.
0: Oh, wow! That's fantastic. That's incredible. Wow! You know that you are so much smarter than most twenty-four year olds I met. Thirty-four year olds.
7: <laughs> Thank you. Where did
0: you learn this stuff? Like, where did this mindset come from? And this work ethic?
7: Um, I watched the Dave Ramsey show with my dad, and they, my parents kind of teach me how to use money wisely. Nice.
0: That's incredible. Well, they're raising you well. We appreciate you being a listener. So let's get to your question. So you said you have how much in the bank right now?
7: Um, I have about over a hundred in the bank and then over two hundred and fifty in cash.
0: So two hundred fifty cash, a hundred in the bank. What is your next financial goal?
7: Um, probably saving for a car.
0: Wow. Okay. So a few years from now, let's you're you're almost fourteen. You're mm-hmm. driving by what, sixteen? Illinois, Illinois? Yeah. Okay. So in mm-hmm. two years, how much money do you think you could save up if you kept this up? Maybe, you know, you, you go get, uh, I don't know the age limits and requirements in Illinois, but could you go get a job somewhere at 14 years old?
7: Uh, yes, most likely.
0: On top of your gigs doing babysitting and gift wrapping and all that. Because gift wrapping is pretty mm-hmm. seasonal, I imagine. Yeah.
7: Yeah,
2: but the babysitting is where the bank is. I've got a fourteen-year-old daughter named Josie <laughs> Ava. So you guys are, you two are close mm-hmm. in age, and uh, she's making pretty nice money. What are you getting for uh, babysitting? What's, what's, the, the, hourly what's the hourly rate? Um,
7: depending on the family, one family pays me twenty an hour, and other families pay me ten. Sometimes I just get twenty dollars or forty. Wow. I'm going to tell second. you
2: something. I'm going to try to find me about five more $20 an hour families. That's the first thing. All right.
0: <laughs> do you enjoy it? I'm serious. Mm-hmm. Do you enjoy it? Yeah. I,
7: oh yeah. I love hanging out with the kids.
0: And it's flexible. You can do it kind of on your own schedule right now because are, are you in school as well?
7: Uh, yes, I am in school.
0: So you're limited to kind of uh, some evenings, weekends. I'm sure on school nights, it's a little harder. Mostly weekends?
7: Uh Yeah. Yeah, awesome. mostly
0: weekends. I love it. Well, I would set a goal. Have you talked to your parents about uh, if they are going to be contributing to this car?
7: Um, so my brother, my oldest brother, he had a little bit donated to him, but he had to get a job and save up for it. So my parents could afford to help me, but we usually have to pay on it on our own sure. so that we can learn how to save money. When you
0: say pay on it, do you mean with payments? Uh um, no, it's cats. Okay, good. Oh, yeah. I this make sure is a Ramsey girl. Now. Good.
7: Oh, come on. All
0: right, so maybe pitch this. <laughs> say, hey, Dave Ramsey, here's what he did with his kids. It's called the 401 Dave Plan, where I'm going to save an amount, and you as mom and dad will match whatever I save up to a certain limit. So you might say, hey, if I save up up to $3,000, will you guys match me dollar for dollar up to another 3000 That would give me $6,000. You think they would do that?
7: Okay. Um... I could ask. I don't
0: know. That's your homework right there, is have that conversation with mom and All dad. Right. Now, if they say, no, we're not giving you a penny, then it's on you. And so then maybe it may take a little longer, it may take more work to get to that 6000 instead of three. But that's a great goal to have, on top of also enjoying your life as a 13-year-old girl and hanging out with friends and going to the mall. I don't know what the kids do these days. What do you do for fun, Ava?
7: Yeah, I hang out with my friends. Our mall still cool? Can you
2: just tell me? This uh, is de- this is deteriorating, sure, Ava. I'm sorry. I'm going to rescue him. He doesn't I'm have kids. I'm trying to help. I'm helping yeah, America. I'm, I'm the father of teens. <laughs> all right, no, hanging out at the mall is not cool, George. That's me and James hang out at the mall all the time. Well, look at you two. So, need, need I say it anymore? <laughs> Gosh, uh, Ava. Here's the deal. I think this. Was, I think George is giving you great advice on laying it out with mom and dad. Whatever amount they gave to your brother is probably what they're going to consistently do for you. So take that amount, and then what I want you to do, which is really powerful for for uh, young people and adults, is when we're mm-hmm. saving for something big, is to visualize that. And I think it'd be fun for you to spend some time with mom or dad uh, on the used car market, you know, online, and just get an idea of some cars that you think are. Are, are cool or cute or whatever a 13 year old girl would call it, but a car that you like and you begin to see um, how much that car costs. Your mom and dad will say, well, that's got too high of a mileage or whatever, but begin to just get familiar with it. Now, in two or three years, the used car market may change a little bit, but by and large, it's going to give you an idea because I want you to be able to know, okay, mm-hmm. I think I want 8,000 or I think 10,000 or I'm going to be okay with five. I think to have that visual. And a very specific financial number is going to be huge for you. And then you can go get a job maybe at your grocery store or a fast food place or whatever, plus babysitting, and then you start to go, all right, how long is it going to take me to save up this amount of money?
0: And before you know it, you're going to be there. Oh, yeah. And Ava, it already sounds like you never want to touch debt. Is that correct? Yes. That is the number one factor to your financial success is if you never touch debt, you never open a credit card, maybe once you turn 16, you get the car, you open up uh, a debit card at your local bank or credit union and use that to start paying for your car expenses, for gas, for food, and all of that as you get you know, maybe a job while you're in high school. And that's going to set you on a path for success. If you have that mentality that debt is off the table and when it comes to college or further education, we're not going to go into debt. We're going to, whatever we can save up in cash, that's how we're going to explore education and that's how i'm going to explore my next car and the next thing you are going to be so far ahead of most of america it's going to be mind-blowing
7: okay thank you
0: we are so proud of you you. thanks so much for the call ken that just gave me a put a little pep in my step to talk to ava i gotta say
2: yeah well now you should know when you talk to 13 year olds don't ask them if uh, they hang out at the mall
0: I don't. I'm so trying you to keep my something. finger on the pulse of what's cool. Yeah,
2: well, that's what it is. That's probably misguided as well. Those days are over for I us. I know.
0: You yeah. and I being cool. We can't go to the mall. What are we doing? What are we doing here? We're, we got a, <laughs> you got a cardigan on. It's over, man.
2: I, exactly. Pack it up.
0: Exactly. I mean, nobody cool wears a cardigan, but I'm not cool. Well, a seven year old dressed by his mom, or a forty eight year old man. <laughs> Those are the two options. <laughs> Ken knows I love a good cardigan. I, I, yeah. you Have you ever worn a cardigan, George? I love cardigans.
2: Yeah. You actually look uh, quite
0: dashing in Thank the cardigan. You. Yeah. It
2: means a lot. Yeah,
0: there you go. Well, a happy new year to you, Ken. It's been a fun show. Yep. Fun and times. I, I and guess that, that
2: phone call, by the way, is why inspiring. we do what we
0: do on yes. YouTube. Because
2: she's watching the show on YouTube and her parents, good on her parents, for setting some expectations that are really going to help her later on in life. This That's really You fun. know what got me?
0: Ava has a higher net worth than most of America oh at 13 years old. That Ouch. should inspire you to greatness, America, to make some changes this year, to increase your net worth by getting rid of the debt, which gets your net worth to zero, and then start investing for the future, have a pile of money in the bank. That is financial peace in good times and bad, regardless of what happens in the world this next year so we are rooting for you we're here for you and we're going to be back real soon my thanks to my co-host ken coleman all the folks in the booth austin ben james zach nathan and you america until next time spend wisely save intentionally and give generously do you love a good day brand want to see the latest ramsey show videos going viral check out your favorite moments from the ramsey show on youtube go watch and subscribe to the ramsey show channel on youtube